So this chapter is entitled uh, Nature, the Enjoyer and Consciousness. Arjuna Vaja Prakritim Purushas Chaiva Kshetram Kshetrat Nyamevaja Etat Veditumit Chami Jnanam Nyayam Chakeshava Shri Bhagavan Vaja Idam Shari Rankaunteya Kshetram Itya Vidhiyate Etat Yo Vetitam Praho Kshetrat Nyayadivadvidaha Arjuna said, Oh, my dear Krishna, I wish to know about Prakriti, nature, Purusha, the enjoyer, and the field and the knower of the field and of knowledge and the object of knowledge. The Supreme Personality of Godhead said, This body, O son of Kunti, is called a field, and one who knows this body is called the knower of the field. So, but. Uh, You start, uh, who's there, Rahul or Ritika, either of you start? Purpose by Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada ki jai. Arjuna was inquisitive about Prakriti, nature, Purusha, the enjoyer, Shetra, the field. Rishabh, they remove this. Shetra Jnya. Shetra it's knower and knowledge and the object of knowledge. When he inquired about all these, Krishna said that this body is called the field and that one who knows this body is called the knower of the field. The body is the field of activity for the conditioned soul. This body. This body is the field of activity for the conditioned soul. The conditioned soul is entrapped in material existence and he attempts to lord it over material nature. And so, according to his capacity to dominate material nature, he gets a field of activity. That field of activity is the body. And what is the body? The body is made of senses. The conditioned soul wants to enjoy sense gratification. And according to his capacity to enjoy sense gratification, he is offered a body or field of activity. Therefore, the body is called the Kshetra or the field of activity for the conditioned soul. Now, the person who should not identify himself with the body is uh, called Shetrigya, the, no, the, person, the person who identifies himself. Now, the person who should not identify Why? himself my, with my, the body. My, my Gita is, copy says, now the person who identifies himself. I don't understand exactly the here I know, I saw that. Yes, who should not. It's exactly the opposite in my book. Okay, go ahead. The knower of the field. It is not very difficult to understand the difference between the field and its knower, the body and the knower of the body. 
any person can consider that from childhood to old age he undergoes so many changes of body and yet is still one person re remaining thus there is a difference between the knower of the field of activity and the actual field of activities a living conditioned soul can thus understand that he is different from the body it is described in the beginning dehinosmin that the living entity is within the body and that the body is changing from childhood to boyhood and from boyhood to youth and from youth to old age and the person who knows the body knows the knows that the body is changing the owner is distinctly kshetragya sometimes we think i am happy i am a man i am a woman i am a dog i am a cat these are the bodily designations of the knower but the knower is different from the body although we may use many articles our clothes etc we know that we are different from the things used similarly we also understand by a little contemplation that we are different from the body i or you or anyone else who knows the body is called shetragya oh. the knower of the field of yes ruji owns the body mm. owns i or you or anyone else who owns the body is no is called the kshetragya the knower of the field of activities and the body is called kshetra the field of activities its itself okay is raul there so he's on call <laughs> okay um uh, so you can speak radhanaga mataji you can do hari krishna prabhu ji in the first six chapters of bhagavad gita the knower of the body the living entity and the position by which he can understand the supreme lord are described in the middle six chapters of the bhagavad gita the supreme personality of god is and the relationship between the individual soul and the super soul is regard to devotional service are described the superior position of the supreme personality of godhead and the subordinate position of the individual soul are definitely defined in these chapters the living entities are subordinate under all circumstances but in their forget forgetfulness they are suffering when enlightened enlightened by pious activities they approach the supreme lord in different capacities as the distressed those in want of money the inquisitive and those in search of knowledge that is also described now starting with the 13th chapter how the living entity comes into contact with living material nature and how he is delivered by the supreme lord through the different methods of fruitive activities cultivation of knowledge and the discharge of devotional service are explained although the living entity is completely different from material body he somehow becomes related this also is explained hari krishna kshetrajnam chapimam vidhi sarva kshetreshu bharata क्षेत्र क्षेत्र
इंडिविजुअल सोल एंड सुपर सोल बिकॉज द सुपर सोल इज द प्लीनरी एक्सपेंशन ऑफ द सुप्रीम पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड Krishna Krishna says I am also the knower but I am not the individual knower of the body I am the super knower I am present in every body as the paramatma or super soul Hare Krishna please read the next paragraph just two lines one who studies the subject matter of the field of activity and the knower of the field very minutely in terms of this bhagavad gita can attain to knowledge Hare Krishna Prabhu. Krishna Vikas Prabhu. Hare Krishna Prabhu. The Lord says, "I am the knower of the field of activities in every individual body. The individual may be the knower of his own body, but he is not the knowledge of other bodies. The supreme personality of Godhead, who is present as the super super soul in all bodies, knows everything about all bodies. He knows all different bodies of all various species of life." A citizen may know everything about his patch of land, but the king knows not only his palace but all the properties possessed by the individual citizens. Similarly, one may be proprietor of the body individually, but the supreme lord is the proprietor of all bodies. The king is the original proprietor of the kingdom, and the citizen is the secondary proprietor. Similarly, supreme lord is the supreme proprietor of all bodies. Hare Krishna. नोवर This means that he is the supernova. The individual soul knows only his particular body. In the Vedic literature, it is stated as follows: Shetrani hi sharirani, bijam chabi shubhash shubhash shubhe, tani veti sa yogatma, tatha shetragna uchchati. This body is called the shetra, and within it dwells the owner of the body. and the supreme lord who knows both the body and the owner of the body therefore he is called the knower of all fields the distinction between the field of activities the knower of activities and the supreme knower of activities is described as follows perfect knowledge of the constitution of the body the constitution of the individual soul and the constitution of the super soul is known in terms of vedic literature as gnana this is the opinion of krishna to understand both the soul and the super soul as one yet distinct is knowledge one who does not understand the field of activity and the knower of activity is not in perfect knowledge one has to understand the position of prakriti nature purusha the enjoyer of nature and ishvara the knower who dominates or controls nature and the individual soul one should not confuse the three in their different capacities one should not confuse the painter 
the painting and the easel. This material world, which is the field of activities, is nature, and the enjoyer of nature is the living entity, and above them both is the supreme controller, the personality of Godhead. It is stated in Vedic language in the Shweta Shvatara Upanishad, one point one two. Bhukta bhogyam preritaram chamatva chamatva sarvam roktam trividam brahman etat. There are three brahman brahman conceptions. Prakriti is brahman as the field of activities, and the jiva individual soul is also brahman, and is trying to control material nature. And the controller of both of them is also brahman, but he is the factual controller. Sure. Thank you. Vikas Prabhu. Vikas Prabhu, are you there? Yes, in this chapter, it will also be explained that the two knowers. Out of, is... out of the two knowers. Now, in this chapter, it will also be explained that out of the two knowers, one is fallible and other is infallible. One is superior and other is subordinate. One who understands the two knowers of the field to be one and the same contradicts the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who states here very clearly, I am also the knower of the field of activity. One who misunderstands a rope to be a serpent is not in knowledge. There are different kinds of bodies and there are different owners of bodies. Because each individual soul has his individual capacity for lording it over material nature. There are different bodies. But the Supreme also is present in them as the controller. The word cha is significant for it indicates the total number of bodies. That is the opinion of Srila Baldeva Vidya Bhushana. Krishna is the super soul present in each and every body apart from the individual soul. And Krishna explicitly says here that the real knowledge is to know that the super soul is the controller of both the field of activities and the finite enjoy. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Tatkshetram yachayadrikcha yadvikari yataschaya sachayo yat prabhavascha tatsama sena meshranu. Now, please hear my brief description of this field of activity and how it is constituted. 
what its changes are, when it's produced, who that know of the field of actual disease, what its influences are. Devidas Madhuri. Hare Krishna Pradhanavad Prana. Lord is describing the field of activities and the knower of the field of activities in their constitutional position. One has to know how this body is constituted, the materials of which the body is made, and whose control this body is working, and how the changes are taking place. Where from the changes are coming, what the causes are, what the reasons are, what the ultimate goal of the individual soul is, and what the actual form of the individual soul is. One should also know the distinction between the individual wing soul and the super soul, their different influences, their potentials, etc. One just has to understand this Bhagavad Gita directly from the description given by the Supreme Personality Godhead, and all this will be clarified. But one should be careful not to consider the Supreme Personality Godhead in every body to be one with the individual soul, the jiva. This is something like equating the potent and the impotent. Thank you, Coach. Rishibir Bahuda Gitam Chandho Birvividhai Pratak Brahma Sutra Padais Cheva Heta Madhurvinishitai. That knowledge of the field of activities and of the knower of activities is described with various sages in various Vedic writings. It is especially presented in Vedanta Sutra with all reasoning as to cause and effect. One of the probably few verses in Bhagavad Gita which talk about the word Rishi. I remember somebody was saying, I think it's Grishitamitra Prabhupada was saying, he saw me and chanted the shloka, Rishibir Bahuta Gitam. In that sense, a very important verse for me. Let's look at the purport. Uh, Aloka Rishikesh Prabhu or Emanavai Mataji Hovar is there. Hare Krishna. The Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna is the highest authority in explaining this knowledge. Still, as a matter of course, learned scholars and standard authorities always give evidence from previous authorities. Krishna is explaining this most controversial point regarding the duality and non-duality of the soul and the super-soul by referring to a scripture, the Vedanta, Vedanta, which is accepted as authority. First, he says, this is according to different sages. As far as the sages are concerned, besides himself, Vyasadeva, the author of Vedanta Sutra is a great say. And in the Vedanta Sutra, duality is perfectly explained. And Vyasadeva's father, Prashra is also great sage, and he writes in his books of religiosity, Aham Tvam Cha Tathanya, Aham Tvam Cha Tathanya, we, you, and I, we, you, we, you, I, and various other living entities are all transcendental, although in material bodies. Now, we are fallen into the ways of the three modes of material nature according to our karma. As such, karma. Different, different, karma. Karma. different karma. 
as such some are on higher levels and some are in the lower nature the higher and the lower nature exist due to ignorance and are being manifested in an infinite number of living entities but the super soul which is infallible is uncontaminated by the three qualities of nature and is transcendental similarly in the original vedas a distinction between the soul the super soul and the body is made especially in the katha upanishad there are katha 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 upanishad katha katha upanishad there are many great sages who have, have explained this and prashra is also is considered principal among them the word chandobhi refers to the various vedic literatures the taittiriya upanishad for example which is a branch of the ayurveda describes nature the living entity and the supreme personality of god प्रतिष्ठा realization extends beyond the living symptoms to the point of thinking feeling and willing then there is brahman realization called the vigyana may in which the living entity's mind and life symptoms are distinguished from the living entity himself the next and the supreme stage is anandamay realization of the all blissful nature thus there are five stages of brahman realization which are called the brahma ucham out of these the first three anahamaya ananmaya pranahamaya annamaya pranamaya jnanamaya annamaya pranamaya and jnanamaya involve the fields of activities of the living entity transcendental to all these fields of activities is the supreme lord who is called the anandamaya the vedant sutra also describes the supreme by saying anandamayo bhyasat bhyasat anandamayo bhyasat anandamayo bhyasat the supreme personality of godhead is by nature full of joy to enjoy his transcendental bliss he expands into vigyanamaya pranamaya gyanamaya and anandamaya in the field of activities the living entities considered to be the enjoyer and different from him is the anandamaya mayo which that means that if the living entity decides to enjoy endeavor telling himself with ananda 
player, then he becomes perfect. This is the real picture of the Supreme Lord as the Supreme Knower of the field, the living entity as the subordinate knower and the nature of the field of activity. One has to search for this truth in the Vedanta Sutra or Brahma Sutra. May I continue? Uh, yeah, you complete this, just three more lines. So. Yeah. It is mentioned here that the codes of the Brahma Sutra is, are very nicely arranged according to cause and effect. Some of the sutras or the aphorisms are na vyad ash na vyad ashrutehe na na vyad ashrutehe 2.3.2 na atma shrutehe 2.3.18 and parat tu chatat charutehe 2.3.4 parat tu tat shrutehe the first aphorism indicates the field of activity, the second indicates the living entity, and the third indicates the supreme or the samam banam among all the manifestations of various entities. Hare Krishna. Text 6 and 7. Mahabhutyan ahangaro buddhiravyakta mevacha indriyani dashai gamcha pancha chayendriya gocharaha ichadhvesha sugam dukkham sanghadas chetanadritihi the five great elements of false ego intelligence are manifest with the ten senses and the mind, the five senses object, the five sense objects, desire, hatred, happiness, distress, the aggregate life symptoms and convictions. All these are considered in summary to be the field of activities and its interactions. We're done with everyone, no? One wrong. Or is it not pending? Hi, Krishna. Today I am not there. Oh, you're there. Okay, you come. Read. Yeah. Thank I didn't you, see your name. I didn't see your name. Okay. Now I stretched the screen. I could find it. No. Sorry. Yes. Uh, no problem. From all the authoritative statements of the great sages, the Vedic hymns and aphorisms of the Vedan Sutra, the components of this word can be understood as follows. First, there are earth, water, fire, air and ether. These are the five great elements, Mahabhuta. Then there are false ego, intelligence and the unmanifested stage of the three of the three modes of nature. Then there are five senses for acquiring knowledge, the eyes, the ears, nose, tongue, and skin. Then five working senses, voice, legs, hands, inners, and genitals. Then above the senses, there is mind, which is within and which can be called the sense within. Therefore, including the mind, there are 11 senses altogether. Then there are five objects of senses, smell, taste, form, touch, and sound. Now the aggregate of these 24 elements is called the field of activity. If one makes an analytical study of these 24 subjects, then he can very well understand the field of activity. Then there are desire, hatred, happiness, and distress, which are interactions, representations of the five great elements in the gross body. The living symptoms represented by consciousness and convictions are the manifestations of the subtle body, mind, ego, and intelligence. These subtle elements are included within the field of activities. Thank you, Hayakish. Thank you, Krishna. Thank you, Krishna.
Because you've got to start one more round. The five great elements are a gross representation of the false ego, which in turn represents the primal stage of false ego, technically called the materialistic conception, or tamasabuddhi, intelligence in ignorance. This further represents the unmanifested stage of the three modes of material nature. The unmanifested modes of material nature are called pradhana. Only desires to know the 24 elements in detail along with their interactions should study the philosophy in more detail in Bhagavad Gita. A summary only is given. The body is the representation of all these factors and there are changes of the body which are six in number. The body is born, it grows, it stays, it produces byproducts, then it begins to decay. And at the last stage, it vanishes. Therefore, the field is a non-permanent material thing. However, the kshetrajna, the knower of the field, its proprietor, different. We come into a very critical part of this chapter and the Gita itself. Next are the all the activities which constitute knowledge. Apart from them, Krishna says everything else is ignorance. So, um, it's a fairly longish purport. that we complete this. Amanitam adam hittam ahim sakshandirajyavam acharyopasanam shaujam thairyam atma vinigraha indriyateshu vairagya manahankara evacha janmavartijara avyati dukha doshanu darshanam asaktirana bishwanga putradara grahadishu nityanja samachittatam ishtanishto papatishu maicha ananya yogena bhaktira vivacharini Vivikta Desha Sevitvam Ratir Janasam Sardi Adhyatma Jnana Nityatvam Tata Jnana Tadarshanam Eta Jnana Viti Proktam Ajnanam Ato Anyata Translation Humility, Pridelessness, Nonviolence, Tolerance, Simplicity approaching upon of its spiritual master, cleanliness, steadiness, self-control, renunciation of the objects of sense gratification. Absence of false ego, the perception of the evil of birth, death, old age, and sick disease, detachment, freedom from entanglement with children, wife, home, and the rest, even-mindedness amid pleasant and unpleasant events, constant and unalloyed devotion to me, aspirant to live in a solitary place, detachment from the general mass of people, accepting the importance of self-realization, the philosophical search for the absolute truth. All these are declared to, the to be knowledge and besides these, whatever there may be is ignorance. Ajnanam yat ato anyata. Robert.
Hare Krishna, sorry for writing. I didn't uh, unmute. Sorry, Hare Krishna. As for the knowledge outlined here, the items may be analyzed as follows. Humility means that one should not be anxious to have the satisfaction of being honored by others. The material conception of life makes us very eager to receive honor from others, but from the point of view of a man in perfect knowledge, who knows that he is not this body, anything honor or dishonor pertaining to this body is useless. One should not be hankering after this material deception. People are very anxious to be famous for their religion and consequently sometimes it is found that, they, that without understanding the principles of religion, one enters into some group which is not actually following religious principles and then wants to advertise himself as a religious mentor. As for actual advancement in spiritual science, one should have a test to see how far he is progressing. He can judge by these items. Thank you. Nonviolence is generally taken to mean not killing or destroying the body. But actually nonviolence means not to put others into distress. People in general are trapped by ignorance in the mental concept of life. And the perpetually suffer material pains. So unless one elevates people to spiritual knowledge, one is practicing violence. One should try his best to distribute real knowledge to the people 
so that they may become enlightened and leave this material entanglement. That is non-violence. Harihara. Tolerance means that one should be practiced to bear insult and dishonor from others. If one is engaged in the advancement of spiritual knowledge, there will be so many insults and much dishonor from others. This is expected because material nature is so constituted. Even a boy like Prahlada, who only five years old, was engaged in the cultivation of spiritual knowledge, was endangered when his father became antagonistic to his devotion. The father tried to kill him in so many ways, but Prahlada tolerated him. So there may be many impediments to making advancement in spiritual knowledge, but we should be tolerant and continue our progress with determination. Hare Krishna Prabhu. Simplicity means that without diplomacy, one should be so straightforward that he can disclose the real truth even to an enemy. As for acceptance of the spiritual master, that is essential because without the instruction of a bona fide spiritual master, one cannot progress in the spiritual science. One should approach the spiritual master with all humility and offer him all services so that he will be pleased to bestow his blessings upon the disciple. Because a bona fide spiritual master is a representative of Krishna, if he bestows any blessings upon his disciple, that will make the disciple immediately advance without the disciple following the regulative principles. Or the regulative principles will be easier for one who has served the spiritual master without reservation. So just spare, uh, stop there and look at the last two lines of this paragraph. Because a bona fide spiritual master is representative of Krishna, if he bestows any blessings upon his disciple, that will make the disciple immediately advance without the disciples following the regulative principles. Now, what does this mean? There are so many disciples of Srila Prabhupada who have seemingly even externally left the movement, or even when they're in the movement, they're struggling with the regulative principles. But because of their complete surrender to this spiritual master and the fact that they worked to please Srila Prabhupada despite their innumerable failings, blessings of Srila Prabhupada were upon the disciple. And that means this is Kripa Siddhi. The disciple doesn't even have to follow the regulative principles. Or conversely, if you look at it, the regulative principles will be easier for one who has served his spiritual master without reservation. So the purpose, therefore, is Vishrambena Gurur Sevaya, to serve the spiritual master without reservation. Very, very, very critical point. I wanted to highlight this because this might be lost later on when we study the whole uh, shloka. Yeah. Uh, cleanliness is essential for making advancement in spiritual life. There are two kinds of cleanliness, external and internal. External cleanliness means taking a bath, but for internal cleanliness, one has to think of Krishna always and chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. This process cleans the accumulated dust of past karma from the mind. Radhananga uh, Hare Krishna. Steadiness means that one should be very determined to make progress in spiritual life. Without such determination, one cannot make tangible progress. And self-control means that one should not accept anything which is de detrimental to the path of spiritual progress. 
one should become accustomed to this and reject anything which is against the path of spiritual progress this is real renunciation the senses are so strong that they are always anxious to have sense gratification one should not cater to these demands which are not necessary the senses should only be gratified to keep the body fit so that one can discharge his duty in advancing in spiritual life the most important and uncontrollable sense is the tongue if one can control the tongue then there is every possibility of controlling the other senses the function of the tongue is to taste and to vibrate therefore by systematic regulation the tongue should always be engaged in tasting the remnants of food stuffs offered to krishna and chanting hare krishna as far as the eyes are concerned they should not be allowed to see anything but the beautiful form of krishna that will control the eyes similarly the ears should be engaged in hearing about krishna and the nose in spelling the flowers offered to krishna this is the process of devotional service and it is understood here that bhagavad gita is simply expounding the science of devotional service devotional service is the main and sole objective unintelligent commentators on bhagavad gita try to divert the mind of the reader to other subjects but there is no other subject in bhagavad gita than devotional service hari krishna ritika mandal you read twice uh, yes prabhu ji i read okay so now vikas uh, prabhu can read Hare Krishna Bhuji. False ego means accepting this body as oneself. When one understands that he is not his body and his spirit soul, he comes to his real ego. Ego is there. False ego is condemned, but not real ego. In Vedic literature, Brahmat Aranyaka Upanishad 1.410, it is said, "I am Brahmasmi. I am Brahman. I am spirit. This I am the sense of self." self also exist in the liberated stage of self realization this sense of i am is ego but when sense of i am is applied to this false body it is false ego when the sense of self is applied to reality this is real ego there are some philosophers who say we should give up our ego but we should we cannot give up our ego because ego means identity we ought of course to give up the false identification with this with the body hari krishna Hari Hari, you also read twice, na? Hari Hara? Yes, Prabhuji. You read twice or? Prabhuji, I have read twice. Okay, then let's go to somebody else. Uh, Devdasi Matai? ಸಿಮಿಲರ್ಲಿ similarly at the time of death there are all kinds of sufferings and they are also mentioned in the authoritative authoritative scriptures these should be discussed 
and as far as disease and old age are concerned everyone gets practical experience no one wants to be diseased and no one wants to become old but there is no avoiding this unless we have a pessimistic view of this material life considering the distress of birth death old age and disease there is no impetus for our making advancement in spiritual life so we'll stop here in terms of the purport because uh, the next portion in my opinion is one of the most significant parts of this purport and uh, maybe i think we'll cover this one paragraph more and then we will conclude this is a very very critical paragraph hare krishna uh, can i read of course you can read as for detachment from children wife and home it is not meant for that one should have no feelings for these they are natural objects of affection but when they are not favorable to spiritual progress then one should not be attached to them the best progress for making process. the best process for making the home pleasant is krishna consciousness if one is full in krishna consciousness he can make his home very happy because this process of krishna consciousness is very easy one need only chant hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare hare except the remnants of food stuffs offered to krishna have some discussions on books like bhagavad gita and shrimad bhagavatam and engage oneself in deity worship these four things will make one happy one should treat the members of the family in this way the family members can sit down in the sit down morning and evening and chant together hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare hare if one can mold his family life in this way to develop krishna consciousness following these four principles then there is no need to change from family life to renounced life but if it's not Congenial, congenial, not favorable for spiritual advancement. Then family life should be abandoned. One must sacrifice everything to realize or serve Krishna, just as Arjuna did. Arjuna did not want to kill his family members, but when he understood that these family members were impediments to his Krishna realization, he accepted the instructions of Krishna and fought the and. and fought and killed them in all cases one should be detached from happiness and distresses of the family life because in this world one can never be fully happy or fully miserable thank you prabhuji hare krishna pretty interesting that it says in this world one can never be fully happy or fully miserable so that's something to be kept in mind i think let's uh, close with this today i just want to say a couple of points and then uh, we'll conclude we will continue with the reading tomorrow and uh, no not tomorrow i guess hari uh, hari your press ready with your presentation tomorrow yes <laughs> yeah yes prabhu ji Okay. How is the exam over? No, Prabhuji, going on. Tomorrow is a break, Prabhuji. Are you sure? I want to do it tomorrow. Uh, 
uh, as you say prabhuji no if you are comfortable go ahead that's all i don't want to there's no if you can handle it okay prabhuji only preparing the slides is left hmm tomorrow i can take one more day's time okay prabhuji then wednesday it's not okay it's your convenience i don't want to impose anything prabhuji first i'll prepare the slides and then we'll send you for okay so then fine keep it day after in the okay. first chapter of the gita we discuss karma yoga action which is uh, on the platform of knowledge and that eventually leads to bhakti now from 7 to 13 krishna personally speaks about himself and the glories of uh devotion service or bhakti now 13 to 18 is about jnana jnana that leads to bhakti Shila Prabhupada introduces the topics in these chapters through his purport to text 1 to 2. Now the living entity comes into contact with the material nature and how is how the living entity comes into contact with the material nature and how he is delivered by the Supreme Lord through the different methods of fruitive activities, cultivation of knowledge and the discharge of devotion and service are explained. Although the living entity is completely different from the material body, he somehow becomes sharp. So this is the point that I wanted to be discussing in this chapter, and uh, there's one more point. In in twelve point seven, Krishna declared that he will redeem his devotees. Uh, redeem his devotees is what I think Deshamam Samdarta. and we'll assemble tomorrow with the rest of the java shlokas shila prabhupad ki jai hari krishna hari krishna hari krishna bro yeah so in uh, uh, it it uh, in the it purport text it uh, purport yeah. that uh, what is real ego when the sense is Sense of self is applied to reality that is real ego. False ego.
Page 651. No, no, I have different book. Is it that we are servant of the Lord? That is the real evil. No, I'm just trying to see first. Yeah, it mentions here when understand when one understands that he is not his body and his spirit soul, he comes to his real ego. Ego is there, false ego is condemned, but not real ego. Real ego means Krishna or Nitya Das. Ham Brahmasmi Krishna or Nitya Das. Okay, thank you. That's the reality. So that ego means uh, the notion of I. Who am I? so that there is a real ego which is based on the spirit soul but when one misidentifies with the spirit this is extended to the body so that becomes false ego it says at the bottom of course that to give a false identification with the body ego means identity is that fine yes prabhu thank you prabhu 